I have no faith that the Hunter Biden investigation is going to go anywhere. I want to start by saying that. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of The Right Wing Vegan. I am Scott. And we're going to talk about this because I, I think it's interesting. It, it certainly should go somewhere. But I just have no faith that it's going to go anywhere. I have no faith that anything is going to be done about this. I don't know what that says about our judici- our, our justice system. I don't know what that says about my faith in the FBI. I don't know what that says about faith in our media. But let's talk through some of that. So before we do, I want to welcome you to the show. I want to thank you for listening. And I want to tell you, if you like the show and you want to support us, sharing the show is the best way you can do so. Let your friends know about us. Also commenting, liking, subscribing, doing the five-star review. All of that good stuff helps support this show. We provide content daily, most days, and we think it's good content, but let us know what you think. Anyways, so I want to talk about this because I saw yesterday some reports come out that are concerning. They're concerning to say the least. And this is outside of the political conversation that's happening around these Hunter Biden emails. I mean, I'm not, look, I say the political conversation. Okay, well, the truth is... Yes, a lot of this is political conversation because a lot of this, you know, heavily weighs on the fact that we have an election in in two weeks. You know, we have an election in two weeks and this is a story that could change the game. And I get, and I want to say this, I get why Rudy Giuliani waited until October to release the information that he had. Because obviously he wanted to create an October surprise. That was a purely political move. It was dirty politics. That's just what it is. It also gives the media, though, an outlet to say, this is just partisan crap. None of this is real. And we create that by doing this so late in the game. And I want to talk about one other problem I have. First of all, it's just bad. This information should have been out there a lot sooner. Because this is just bad stuff, right? And I don't like that we're playing politics with corruption. I don't like that. That bothers me as an American. It bothers me as a human being. I want bad behavior to be treated as bad behavior. I want it to be dealt with. That's what I want. I want this to be dealt with. I want this to be investigated. And if Joe Biden did anything illegal, which right now, I'm not going to lie, it looks like he did. It looks like he did, at the very least, what it looks like, and this is the very least, bare minimum, Joe Biden used government-funded resources to provide his son with an outlet to make business deals. That's very least, bare minimum, that's what we got. The maximum of what we got is Joe Biden was using his son as a proxy to profit off of foreign governments, entities, companies, one of those being Communist China, who we are in a soft cold war with but maybe that's actually not the worst because escaping this political talk for a little bit there was a report that came out yesterday that there is a lot more nefarious activity on that laptop and i need to be very careful here i need to be very careful because again i only saw reports of this i do not know how accurate 
those reports are. I don't, I don't know. I cannot verify the validity of those reports. What I can say is that I've seen them. They suggest there might be some photographs on the laptop of underage kids. If that is in fact true, Hunter Biden needs to be arrested. He needs to be arrested and charged. That's just, that's, this is, this is beyond politics now. If you're talking about underage kids in inappropriate positions, this is beyond any political conversation. There's no defense of this activity. I don't care what the last name of this individual is. If it were Trump, I would be saying the same thing. This is beyond political. This is now a criminal matter of very serious nature because I take this stuff very seriously. And Hunter Biden needs to, at the very least, an investigation needs to be open now. Rudy Giuliani says that he has turned the laptop over to local authorities. Those local authorities have turned it over to the FBI. But I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. And I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm confused because I thought the FBI already had this laptop. Now, maybe I'm wrong because I've heard a little bit of confusing conversation about a hard drive and a laptop. And I realize that those are two, those can be two separate things. But I was under the impression that the FBI already had this information and they've already been investigating this. And there's even some conversation around the idea that they may have had this during the Russiagate investigation. Or they may have had this during the impeachment investigation. So I'm a little confused when I see news reports that the FBI has now received the laptop and is doing an investigation into it because I thought this was already going on. So this already adds to a level of confusion that I have and a level of doubt that I have about our mainstream media, about the FBI, and about our justice system as a whole. Because what I've seen traditionally is rules for thee, but not for me. And there's no consequences even when this information becomes public. Let's go back to when Nancy Pelosi was skirting the lockdown rules in her own state so that she could go get her hair done. Now, if I live in California and I've been asked to lock down and I've been doing so at the expense of my business and my livelihood, and I see that a member of Congress, the sec- you know, the Speaker of the House, when I see that she is violating these rules, and then she comes up with some lame excuse that she doesn't know the rules. Well, you live it. This is your constituency. You should know the rules. There should be consequences for that. At the very least, if the law is you're supposed to lock down, she broke the law. There should be consequences for these actions. But there aren't. Now, it used to be the media would hold these politicians accountable, and it didn't matter what party you were in. They might make some excuses for you, but they would still report the news. I mean, when Clinton was impeached for what he did, the news agencies, the mainstream media still reported on the impeachment. I mean, we knew who Monica Lewinsky was. We knew why Clinton was being impeached because he lied. But we knew what he did. 
we've now gotten to a place in our politics where normies don't know anything about these emails. They don't know anything about what's going on, the potential crimes that were committed by Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And then I hear, well, Hunter Biden's not running for office. This is another thing. Again, why are we making this political? It doesn't matter. That directly reflects on Joe Biden. I'm sorry, it does. And considering Joe is apparently involved, I mean, he's at least implicated in a lot of this. Of course that hangs on Joe. But I think what I find most, you know, when, when the whole Epstein Island thing came out and Clinton's name was on the flight logs, the left promised that if, if more information came out, I, I shouldn't say the left as a whole, okay, individuals on the left that I would engage with on Twitter because I would challenge them. They'd say things and then I'd say, well, why aren't you calling out Bill Clinton? And then they would, they would you know, pander or whatever. They'd say, oh, well, of course we'll, we'll call out Clinton. If more information comes out, we'll go after Clinton just as hard as we go after any right-wing individual. Well, that turned, you know, I don't know how much more evidence you need. And and again, this is another instance where nothing's happened with that yet. But when I think about the left, you know, they are they're actively defending corruption in the government because it's their party. They're, they're actively defending child pornography. And this isn't the first time the left has done that. I mean, Joe Biden's a creepy person in general. And the way he acts around children is at very least concerning. But the left doesn't care. The left doesn't care. Remember the whole cuties thing? And then a lot of members of the left actually came to the defense of the movie. It's a sickening movie. I don't care what the meaning behind it is. You actually had those actors do that. That in and of itself is sickening. So, but there were people on the left defending that. Movie critics. Embarrassingly to them. It should be embarrassing. We're defending those choices in that movie. And I don't know, like... What are the expectations here? I mean, are we at a point to where when I meet somebody who tells me they're on the left, I should expect certain things of them? I should expect that we are so morally different now that they can't even denounce child pornography? Because what's going to happen is, as news of this comes out, if it's true, you will see members of the left defending this. Think about the whole Tubin thing. All right, let's just think about this. The dude was caught masturbating on Zoom. And the left, especially BuzzFeed, who if that hasn't if BuzzFeed hasn't proven itself to be a trash website, it is now because they're defending this behavior. They're saying, "Oh, it's perfectly okay that he masturbated on a Zoom call to his coworkers." That's fine. That's normal. Don't you do that? Well, the answer is no. Of course not. No one does that. On a call? That's that's super weird. It's not normal behavior. And it really plays into the whole idea that the left is just mentally ill. Maybe the worst thing we ever did in this country was close the mental institutions. Maybe we should have reformed them. But I don't know that we should have closed them. You're seeing a lot of those people on the street. 
a lot of homeless people, right? We've taken them from the institution and put them in tents on the street. But there's also many of those folks on the left. And a lot of people say, oh, that's an insult. No, it's not an insult. It's it's more coming from a place of concern. I'm concerned to anyone who wouldn't hear about child pornography and be offended. I'm concerned about any individual who doesn't hear about government corruption and wants to weed it out. I'm concerned about anyone who would just believe what they're told from the news. Especially when the information is suspect and that news agency has a reputation for lying. I question individuals who who can't think critically or hear the other side of an argument. And I'm really afraid of what's going to happen after the election, regardless of what way it goes, because we've completely delegitimized this election. And I don't want to spend the whole time talking about this, because I do want to talk about the debates a little bit, the debates that are coming tomorrow. But, and maybe I can do that on tomorrow's show. We can do a preview of the debates. Maybe we should spend all of our time talking about this today because I just want to know why. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about Democrats in 2020. I got into an argument yesterday on Twitter with someone from the left. And it was after news had come out that Joe Biden was going to gonna find a cabinet position for some of these Republicans who had turned cheek. And I thought to myself, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that, uh, you know, Joe Biden would offer a cabinet position to John Kasich. Why wouldn't he? John Kasich has to be doing this for some reason that benefits him. Why else would John Kasich betray his party? He would only do that if he was getting something out of it, because John Kasich is a swamp monster. John Kasich has spent his entire government career doing things that benefit him. And I'm not so I'm not surprised that all this time that Kasich has been stumping for Biden, we now find out that Biden has made campaign promises to Kasich. I'm not surprised. But but just wrap your mind around this. John Kasich has had to sell out his values for this. And he did. You know why he did? Because he doesn't care. He doesn't believe any of his values. That's something that I can say about people on the right and the left. Because John Kasich says he's on the right. But he threw those values away the minute he got offered a cabinet position. And I could say the same thing about Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is out here stumping for the, you know, for the working class until he is no longer a member of that class. He is now a millionaire. And now Bernie Sanders supports the same candidate that big Wall Street supports. That's where a lot of Biden's campaign money came from in the third quarter. Wall Street. Joe Biden is the candidate of Wall Street and he is being defended by members on the left. People who promise that they are that they they are socialists. Well, they're not socialists because they don't really believe in any of their values. It's the same thing with John Kasich. All of this is talk. None of them mean it. They're just in this to make money. They're just in this to benefit themselves. But I want to go back to this exchange I had with someone on Twitter. 
So I brought it up. I said, you know, I, I kind of just, just made a comment on the news article about John Kasich, what I just said. You know, this proves that John Kasich was offered something. He doesn't have any values. Well, this person on the left attacks me and they start going after Trump. They say, oh, yeah, well, how can you compare this to... And it's just all of the nonsense that you've you've heard in the past. To Russiagate, to the taxes, to just all of it, right? And that just proves that this person I'm, I'm about to engage with on Twitter is... They don't think for themselves. They don't. They don't have the ability to think critically. So they just they just repeat everything they're told, even if it's been disproven. So I come back at this person because the the big thing he said was, Trump's holding these super spreader events. Well, okay. So I challenged the person. I said, Can you show me from an unbiased source? evidence that these events have been super spreader events just show me the evidence i I just want to see the evidence his retort wasn't to show me the evidence it was to come back with a tweet that says f you f you do you know why that is because that's where the left is in 2020 the left in 2020 has no values they have no morals they have no beliefs They're NPCs. They're NPCs that have been programmed to defend Democrats, regardless of if, and they just, regardless of if those Democrats align with their values, their beliefs, because they have none. There are no beliefs. There are no values there. They throw out words like socialism, reform, revolution. They don't know what those words mean. There's no meaning behind the message. And that's why they're out there burning stuff down because they have no direction. They have no values. They have nothing they actually believe in. So they're angry. Now we're told this anger comes from racism. I think this anger comes from emptiness. These are empty, mentally ill people. And their only response when they're challenged on any position is F you. Because they have nothing to back up what they say. They don't really believe it. They have no beliefs. You can't on one hand tell me that big business is bad and we should go after the millionaires and billionaires and then defend the candidate who is backed by the millionaires and billionaires. You can't do it. Now you can say I'm lying, but that's fine. Do your own research before you say that. Actually think critically. Bernie Sanders has been saying his whole career this stuff, but then his actions would indicate the complete opposite. And the same thing goes for John Kasich. John Kasich has said he has been pro-life forever, but he is backing a candidate who supports third trimester abortions. It doesn't make any sense. If If John Kasich believed anything that he actually said, he would not be able to, because of his values, because of his morals, support Joe Biden. He couldn't do it. It's not possible to do that if you hold true to your values and your beliefs. But because John Kasich doesn't have values and beliefs, John Kasich just wants to make money. Bernie Sanders just wants to make money. AOC just wants to make money. That's what they want. That's why they're in government. Because believe it or not, there's big money to be made in government. Just ask Hunter Biden. 
Just ask Joe Biden. How is it that Joe Biden's income grew substantially the second he left office? The second he stepped out as VP, his, his net worth went up millions of dollars. Why is that? It's because they can't cut you a check when you're in the office. They have to wait until you're out. So immediately when Joe Biden steps down, when he's out of office, his coffers grow. Why do you think that is? And don't give me the, well, Joe Biden's a doctor. Well, she was a doctor before. I don't even think she's a real doctor, is she? I don't know. All I'm saying is, is that all of this to the eye, to the eye, it doesn't pass the eye test, but nothing is ever done about it. It's complained about, complained about, complained about it until we've moved on to the next controversy. And then we'll complain about that for a little bit. And then that's it. So my question is a citizen. My question is someone who cares, someone who follows the news. When is something going to be done? When are we the people going to demand that our public officers be held accountable for their actions? When are we going to take back our government? And this goes for the Republicans too, because you know what? Ted Cruz, Hawley, a few other senators wanted big tech to be subpoenaed. And guess what? It got voted down. You know who voted it down? The Republicans. Why did they vote it down? They should. We should demand answers from our Republican leaders as well. You people shouldn't be guaranteed a seat because you're Republican. Where are our values if we're doing the same things that we're complaining about the Democrats? If we're complaining because these Dems just vote in Dems, regardless of what their beliefs are, how, who are we if we're Republicans just voting ours because we don't care about what their beliefs are? We should demand these senators who vetoed this, this, these subpoenas, we should demand to know why. We should get a list of names and we should demand to know why they did that. Why won't you go after big tech? I know the answer. It's because they're funded by big tech. You don't think big tech funds Republicans too? They don't care because there's no difference between most Republicans and Democrats. There are a few. There are a few. But Dick Durbin is the same as Lindsey Graham. In my mind, there's no difference between the two of them. I mean, yeah, Lindsey 2.0 or whatever has been a lot better than Lindsey 1.0, who was a squishy, soft Republican. And yeah, this episode turned into a rant session, sure. Sometimes I think those are our best episodes. But I'm just saying, listen, take a step back, research this Hunter Biden, Joe Biden stuff, and then ask yourself a question. How quickly is this going to go away? Why don't we care? Demand answers, people. Demand it. You know, these, these Black Lives Matter activists will go out and protest because they think there's systemic racism because they've been told that there isn't. And if they'd open their eyes, they'd see that. But they don't care. They, again, they're meaningless. They, they don't really believe this. They just want to be out there. Why can't we, who actually stand by our values and our beliefs, say, hey, enough of this. We demand answers, Republicans in the Senate. Why did you veto these subpoenas? Why aren't we subpoenaing these people? Why aren't we doing this? We should demand the FBI. Why aren't we investigating this stuff? Why aren't, why aren't results coming from these investigations? We should demand it of the media. And until they do it, we should protest. We should protest. We keep talking about how you have a right to protest, but we don't ever do it. We just sit back, take it. Well, I'm kind of sick of sitting back and taking it. I'm just kind of sick of it. 
What I'm most sick of is knowing that if I go out and protest, I'm not going to have anybody with me because conservatives are just going to sit back and take it. Well, we're going to see how far that gets us, right? We're going to see how far. Because we're losing, guys. Maybe we're not losing the the election. I don't know. You can't trust anything. I, I think it's probably 50-50. I have no idea where that's going. But we're losing the culture war. We've been losing the culture war for years. It's not getting any better because we won't do anything about it. And we won't elect people who actually will do something about it. I know. I was involved in a campaign. Anyways, guys, that's all I got. Thank you for listening to the show. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the support. Please comment too. Let me know what you guys think. At Vegan Wing. That's my name on Twitter. Direct message me, comment, tweet me, whatever. I'm just curious. Sorry this was a rant episode. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I promise we'll do debate prep. We'll talk about what's going into the debates, all that good stuff. Anyways, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it, and I will see you guys tomorrow.